Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 546, recorded live on Saturday, February 3rd, 2018. And here are your hosts, man who has most likely not seen this photo I just sent him, Dave Pillay. Incorrect. Damn. And the man who is now a one-car household, Andy Lowe. Hi. That is some carnage, though. Yes, yes it is. For those of you who are not Dave Play, (laughs) (laughs) uh, I just sent him a picture of the car accident that I was in on Thursday. Which I discovered about last night. Oh. Because someone's been posting to Facebook, so I don't know, man. Your privacy is not a thing anymore. Nope, not really. Yeah, so that's, um, I'm just looking at where this, like, where on your car versus where on the other car? The other car looks like it's, did it, did you clip it? No. So, uh, so again, for those of you who are not Dave Pillay, it is the front left, the driver's side of, of Andy's Jeep, uh, has been like, Explorer, my, my mistake has been like the, the, the headlights are shattered. The hood has crumpled, but only a little bit. So, I mean, it, it doesn't look like it was a high speed head on collision. No, it was, um, the other car's rear driver's side is pretty fucked up. Yes. You You can take your drink, Aaron, or Mark Bingo, whatever you're doing. Um, Like, the the frame of the car is no longer aligned to the axle. No, no, it is not. (laughs) Yours looks recoverable. Theirs looks recoverable with a lot of work. Uh, Well, the front part of the hood on mine is actually, like, crinkled in, so I feel like your hand is, you know, holding your hand out flat in front of you if you just curl your fingers. Bending the fingers, yeah. Yeah. So, in order to actually open up the hood, somebody would have to unbend that so it flattens out again, <laughs> and then you'd actually be able to release the hood. Right now, it is kind of curled and hooked into part of the headlight and grill stuff. Yeah. So, what happened? So, I was uh, up in Holland showing our my new assistant... That's the other fun bit. I got a new assistant for work. Yay! Um, I was showing him, you know, the idea was, okay, you know, you may not have to go to the other markets right away, but let me show you them just so you have an idea of what's going on. And um, we were coming back from lunch, heading back to the station, and I was stopped at an intersection. Now, this intersection up in Holland, there's a lot of one-way streets, and so there's a lot of uh, streets that are also uh, only two-way stops, even though it's a four-way intersection. So the cross traffic does not stop. So opposite me in the intersection was a red car uh, who either A, didn't see the stop sign, or B, thought he could make it through the intersection before the, the pickup who was coming through the cross traffic would get through there, one of the two, or maybe he thought the cross traffic would stop, I don't know. But he flew into the intersection, pickup truck, not, you know, needing to stop, was going full speed, hit him on the back right side of his car, oh, and, and spun him around into in, you, into me. Oh, <clears throat> so I'm literally oh. just sitting there. I see the accident happen and I go, well, shoot, <laughs> there's an accident. And then the red car comes just sliding towards me and I'm just like, oh, crap. Yep. I'm going to be part and of this there's, accident. There's nothing you can do at that point. Nope. Uh, other than just wait. You know, in retrospect, if I was somehow smart, I would have shifted into the neutral and then maybe, you know, got my foot off the brake. So if the car hit me, I would have just rolled backwards. But even yep. then, I mean, you still would have taken damage. It wouldn't have been as much, but you would have taken damage. Yeah. Uh, my dad actually did that once. 
he he saw a car coming up behind him and knew that that car was not going to stop in time. Uh, so he just kind of took his foot off the brake because he knew like he was going to get hit by the car behind him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, make it a little easier. So yeah, the uh, the last two accidents I think I've been in, I've been the third car in a two-car accident. So yeah. Uh, in all seriousness, I'm glad that you're safe. I'm glad that you're okay. Uh, that's That can be a pretty shaking experience. I was just kind of pissed because I'm up in Holland, and we drove my car up to Holland. So, so I'm sitting there thinking, how the heck am I going to get myself and, you know, the the new guy home? The new guy, yeah. How did you end up getting home? Uh, luckily, one of the uh, guys up in Holland was part of the St. Jude's Radio Telethon for our Battle Creek station. And so he was still in town getting all his stuff set for, you know, driving down to Battle Creek. So he just kind of swung by the station, picked us up, and then instead of going directly to Battle Creek, he kind of did two sides of a triangle and swung through Kalamazoo to drop us off. So it wasn't that bad, but still, it was for a second there, I'm sitting there going, like, how the hell am I going to get home? Am I going to have to, like, take a bus or something? How is this going to work? Yeah, Holland's like an hour drive away from Kalamazoo on the highway. So, you know, taking a taxi would be ridiculous. Taking an Uber would be ridiculous. It's like... I mean, your insurance could, in theory, cover it, right? Uh, you were in an accident. Yes. You contact your insurance. First off, you were on there for work. Does your work have insurance for this? Uh, I had to fill out a work accident report. I'm not sure what the purpose of the work accident report would be, but I had to fill out a whole like another set of paperwork for that. So right. if I had taken the studio vehicle, then it would have been a whole lot more stuff. But Yeah. But my my point being, like, you you have insurance, so when you call them and say, I was just in an accident, uh, you, you probably do get to say, like, I need another car to get me home. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, yeah, we can get you a rental. It'll be there at XYZ. So, yeah, no, I probably could have gotten a rental or something like that, but still, it's, it's uh, yeah. So now we gotta we gotta find another car for me because, you know, I drive everywhere for work, so uh, gotta deal something with that. Yep. Oh, dude, I'm I'm sorry. I I was in a, a somewhat dangerous situation this morning in the sense that there is a, a really bad flu going around. Right? Yes. Yes, there well, is. Well, I have a friend from work. He's a good, very close friend. Um, I've known him since the day he moved out here and, and he's been working with me and we've spent a lot of time at each other's places like good friends. Uh, I got a phone call this morning at 7.30 from his wife, who is good friends with my wife, saying, we're both feeling really sick. We need some help today to come take care of the baby. And I'm like, yep, I'm over. And so I packed, like, I grabbed some stuff. I put up some hot water. I grabbed a few more things. I made myself a mug of tea, and then I went. Unfortunately, what they are both sick with is the flu. So I just got to spend, like, four hours in a household with two people who have the flu. Oof. You are not supposed to do that. No. They're, they're, the schools here, the schools here, I think, on, like, Wednesday or Thursday, I think it was Wednesday, closed, actually, for Thursday and Friday due to the flu. Really? Yes. The school was closed due to the flu? Yes, for, like, two days. They said, like, you know, we're closing for the rest of the week. Just, like, don't come in. Yeah. We don't want you here. Go home. Stay home and get healthy. Yep. So yeah, the uh, the daycare that we're at, you know, is open as well. But we're getting we always get email alerts, and it's like this room's got this, this room's got this, this room's got this. And I'm sitting there going like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's like well, oh, the room across from us has got like the stomach flu, and somebody's got influenza A and infant two, and then just like Ooh. oh goodness gracious, yeah. 
So I, I got home and I hopped immediately into the shower. So we'll hope that like decon procedures are working. <laughs> I cannot get sick this week. It's uh yeah, this is part of the reason why I like where I work. Well, granted, now that I've got an assistant, you know, I got to be careful with him. But before it was like, if, even if I'm sick, I just literally like walk. I don't even walk in the main entrance of the building. I walk in through the fire escape <laughs> directly to my office. And then I kind of just like hide in there mm-hmm. and I just don't interact with people. Yeah. But now with there's two of us, now I got to be careful with him, which, you know, got a thing of Purell sitting right next to my computer right here. Yeah. So, but you got an assistant. That's awesome. Yes. He is an astrophysicist graduate from um, MSU. He's a what? Astrophysicist. And he's working on radio. IT specifically, but yes. He is an astrophysicist. Mm-hmm. And he is working on radio IT. Yes. I, I just wanted to like, go to college, get a really good degree so that you can do, I mean, not, not to downplay your job. That is not my intent. But like, he's an astrophysicist. Mm-hmm. Why is he working IT? Uh, because uh, he, during the uh, junior and senior part of his degree years, Mm-hmm. Um, he started working as a research assistant for some of the astrophysicists up at MSU. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's a lot of code monkey stuff. And he did not like that. No. But he decided to finish his degree. Yes. Okay, then. Mm-hmm. Well, good on him for finishing the degree and sticking with it. And I hope that he enjoys uh, working with you, which is an entire treat. Well, it, it, it <laughs> in and of itself, working with you is, is a very, uh, it's, it's good. Well, the, the fun bit was that, uh, so uh, my boss did the first and second interview with him, but I did the third interview with him along with uh, Mike, the market manager from Michigan, because, mm-hmm. you know, if I don't, you know, like him, sorry, bub, but you're not going to get the job because, okay. you know, I'm going to be working with him, you know, every single right. day. Right. I mean, you, you got to get along. You got to yeah. respect him. You got to think he knows what he's talking about. Um, so I asked him, you know, and we did the, you know, what hobbies do you have? And he's like, you know, well, right now, because he originally was living up at Lansing, just moved down to Kalamazoo. So he's like, I don't really know, you know, what's really going on right now. So I'm kind of just sitting at home playing Monster Hunter World. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, you know, I, I'm sitting there like, well, you know, what do you guys do? He's like, well, we always used to go out to the movies and I can't wait for Black Panther to come out. And I'm like, check. <laughs> he's going down the box right like one after the other after the other like okay 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 uh tell me do you do you know ohm's law offhand (laughs) uh he does not he's not really into the uh electronics stuff okay yeah yeah i mean you give him time yeah no my boss came in and they were discussing raspberry pies while i was working on something else and i come in and they're sitting in there playing with his uh raspberry pie with the giant uh mame uh, the the retro pie yeah. stuff there so he's showing them all this stuff and so they're sitting there you know playing joust just like oh <laughs> you guys so yeah after the after the third interview i you know i called up my boss just to you know give him my my two cents and like, i'm yeah, like man you have a type <laughs> Because I'm sitting there thinking, like, the last three people he's hired have all been, you know... You. Yeah, we could all just, you know, hang out together and have no problem whatsoever. But yeah, no, his uh, his first three days have been quite interesting, culminating, you know, with the, the car accident. So, uh, yep, good times. Very cool. <laughs> so, yeah, we got to find a new car, so that's going to be an interesting thing. Wasn't planning on doing that right away, but I uh, I guess we will have to... I mean, I can check the Wisconsin-Madison ads. 
No, that's fine. We got plenty of stuff here. See if you want to come out here again. You mean buy a car on eBay and then drive out there? Yeah. You didn't drive out here. Remember, you, you, I think you took the train out here? I took the train to Chicago and then took a mega bus from Chicago to Milwaukee. No, not Milwaukee. Madison. 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 Yeah. Right. And then I picked you up and we went up to Sun Prairie. Yes. It's still, to, to this day, that's still just like, it just makes me smile. The fact that, you know, I bought a car on eBay, especially. You bought a car on eBay. The kicker is I bought it also without telling Kate. Yep. Yep. Don't do that. Nope. (laughs) Nope. No. If there's one thing that I can teach people is don't do that. (laughs) Yeah. That does not end well. (laughs) Buying a car without telling your wife usually (laughs) does not end well. No. No, it does not. I can actually segue this into a topic. Go for it. Because I need to debate, you know, what type of, you know, engine I want to get. Do I want to get a diesel? Do I want to get a gas? Do I want to get electric? Okay. And Mazda, at the uh, at a tech forum in Tokyo, Mazda's powertrain chief said that they're going to be coming out with a Sky Active 3 engine, and it's actually going to be cleaner than an electric car. I saw this. It, it, it's not cleaner than an electric car, but the idea is that the the... Total from like ground to movement, from getting whatever energy resource used to power the grid for powering your electric car, it would be just as efficient as using the gasoline, mm-hmm. which I find dubious at best. Well, it's because the that, whole... that may be true right now. Yes. But in a month, more percentage of power is solar. And in a year, more percentage of power is solar and wind. Like these other alternative energy sources keep making up a larger and larger and larger portion of the grid. Yes. And, you know, if you are currently at a place like, you know, hey, Australia, where, you know, there's a large wind farm area. Yep. Then, yeah, or no. It's, Illinois, it's... where there's huge wind farms, like they're they're all over the place now. Oh, yeah. Go up to go up to Midland. In northern Michigan? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, the amount of wind turbines up there. So, yeah, so yes, currently. That, right, like, right this moment, sure, but that's not going to be true in a year or two no. years or five years. No. So I, I think they're trying to be misleading. Like, I think they are intentionally ignoring that fact that someone brought up in the interest of trying to sell this as a, oh, we're trying to be environmentally conscious move. Well, what they are doing, though, is the fact that they want to make the thermal efficiency of the engine 56%. Okay. What so does that, that means, entail? you know, the amount of energy that you put in, 56% of it will actually get converted into heat or torque. Okay. The other is lost to heat. Yes. So right? they're that's only what gonna... thermal efficiency means. Yeah. And that's fine. That's I'm, I'm totally up and, and happy with that. Cool. Yeah. Just in case you're wondering, the current uh, normal internal combustion engines normally have a uh, uh, thermal efficiency of around 30%. Mm-hmm. So for every, like, you know, gallon of fuel that you actually put into the car, two-thirds of that fuel just gets turned into waste heat. heat. Yeah. Yeah, which, to be clear, hang on, does that include the heat that is used to heat the car? Well, that's what that's what heats the car is the excess heat from your engine. That's why, right. you know, but that's the thing like an electron, an, an electric vehicle, that heat is extra on an ICE car. That heat is free, man. You're already generating that. Yeah, no, that's yeah. When if you're driving an electric vehicle in winter, you got to be you got to be uh, conscious of, you know, turning on your electric heater. Mm-hmm. It will yeah. actually decrease the, the range of the car. Mm hmm. 
I just got a delivery of coffee and a cookie. I am out of coffee, but I had two donuts earlier, so. Two donuts? Yes, we were at Meyer uh, prepping for our Puppy Bowl snacks. <laughs> are you hosting a Puppy Bowl? No, we are. We just watch Puppy Bowl. And have snacks. And have snacks. Okay. Which this year they are actually also doing a Dog Bowl. But there's a Puppy Bowl. I know, there's the Puppy Bowl, so you know they're all puppies. But yeah. they're doing a Dog Bowl for trying to... Because all the puppy bowls are all, you know, shelter dogs that get adopted. So now they're trying to do a dog bowl as well to try and get, you know, people to adopt you know, realize adult there's, there's more dogs in the shelter than there are puppies. So, you know, mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see about that one as well. That's uh, I think they're going to play that before the puppy bowl if I've, if I've got my uh, recordings set up correctly. You know those cookies that we used to have in high school? Yes. The like molten in the center, not really cooked, but delicious cookies. Oh my God, the amazing cookies that, you know, I, I still love that. The lunchroom on the last, you know, lunch, they actually, you know, seniors could come up and just get a free cookie and they were just, oh my God. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, at, in high school. What? Senior year. You didn't know that? No one told me that. Oh, yeah, during the lunch hour. Yeah, if you. For the last lunch? Yeah. No one told me that. <laughs> I got well, chipped it's a by a free too cookie. Late now. Yeah, like I couldn't eat it now if I wanted to, but I, that was a free cookie. I, I know, it was amazing. Was a free cookie. It was an amazing cookie, and it was free. Well, the the point I was about to make was that the cookie that I'm eating now tastes just like that. Well, go- well good. Those were delicious <laughs> cookies. No one told me I could get a free cookie on the last day. Yeah, no. Maybe you just weren't friendly with the lunch ladies? Or I wasn't there. Oh, yeah, that's also true, yeah. That's also possible. Yeah, I, I, I remember saying, like, thank you to all the lunch ladies there who, you know, are the same lunch ladies that have been there for the last four years. Yep. And they're like, well, yeah, don't forget to get your free cookie over there. So, yeah, just walked over to the other side of the lunchroom. And there was a lunch lady there with the, the list of all the names and gave her a name, got a free cookie. I want a free cookie. I, whatever. I just got a cookie. I'm good. I'm good. I have a cookie. Um, nom, nom. I have a cookie and I have a coffee called the Baby Grasshopper. Okay. Why is it called? Well, what is grasshopper besides oh, a bug? The um, uh, the cookies. Right. Specifically, uh, a combination of chocolate. And mint? And mint. Yeah. So this is called a baby grasshopper because grasshopper, not only is it a cookie, it is an alcoholic beverage. It's a cocktail. Oh, okay. Which is basically like chocolate liqueur and creme de menthe. So they made a, a coffee at this place called a baby grasshopper. You can yes. also get a, I think, it, I think they call it the daddy grasshopper. Uh, which is the baby grasshopper plus a shot. So the baby grasshopper is a a, um, a latte with chocolate and mint. So I guess it's really just a mint mocha. Which, th- that's not bad at all. No, it's freaking delicious. Yeah. Um, also in car news. Yes. Uh, a, a new car is technically about to break uh, every speed record held by a car. Not every speed record. Like, it won't, it's not going to break the ground speed. No. Because it won't be on the ground. No. But it will travel faster than any car has ever traveled before. Correct. Because they literally are going to strap it to the end of a rocket. (laughs) Uh, The Falcon Heavy. Tesla, not Tesla, SpaceX's. That's the same company. SpaceX, uh, their new rocket is getting ready. They set a date. Tuesday, which means I should really get this podcast out on Monday, so anybody who listens to it will know that it is Tuesday. Yes. What time on Tuesday did they say? 
Uh, I don't know. Let me look at the app. Go look at your app. This is important because Tuesday I'm teaching. 1.30 p.m. Eastern? Yes. So that's 12.30, which means, ooh, ooh. So it depends on when my lunch is. Lunch is either at 11.30 or 12 or 12.30. Oh, and it's a one-hour lunch. So if it's at 11.30, my welcome back from break video might be a live rocket launch. That's, that'd be perfectly fine. If it's 12 o'clock lunch or 12.30 lunch, I know what I'm doing with my lunch time. I still love that um, back in September when they, because they talk about the Falcon Heavy. Yeah. Um, the Falcon Heavy is not Falcon actually Heavy going to be 2000. used to actually take people to Mars. No? No. Okay. The BFR. The big effer. The big, well, technically it's the big Falcon rocket, but. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah. That's, that's not what they came up with at that, like, meeting. You know that's not what they decided to call it. No. The BFR. Yep, that's going to be the one that actually takes people to Mars. Right. The Falcon Heavy, though, is about to take a car to Mars. Yes. Right? They're they're putting this thing in orbit. It's not orbiting Mars. It will orbit the sun near Mars. And this is fun just looking at the, the when they're discussing stuff coming to Mars. <clears throat> so how quickly is this ship supposed to reach Mars? I, I don't know. I haven't looked. I just I'm just hoping it's going to, you know... What I'm really excited about is to actually watch the uh, stage one landings because technically they're going to try and get the two side Falcon one Falcon nines to uh, have their first stages land simultaneously, and then the center core, the third one there in the middle, is supposed to land later on one of the drone ships at sea. Okay, we'll see if they can do it. Yeah, no, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah. So you're doing the puppy bowl. Yes, I'm doing super broom ball. Assuming I'm not feeling sick tomorrow, because, again, just stayed over at a house full of the flu Mm -hmm. and like going and playing on ice outside in the cold in the winter. Probably not the best choice. Probably not. Um, But I bring it up because, of course, it is the Super Bowl. And that means there are Super Bowl commercials. Yes. Yes, there are. Any ones that you're looking forward to excuse me uh i haven't actually been paying attention this year what but andy all super bowl commercials are now like built up for weeks before the super bowl i know and there's also a lot of them that you know the company doesn't want to spend money on super bowl ads so they do other stuff with the money instead yeah like pizza hut i think um no domino's domino's does not have a super bowl ad but they said that uh if somebody is able to score the uh, fastest touchdown in Super Bowl history, which, mind you, the current record is 14 seconds into the game. Yeah. Um, that they'll give everybody who's part of their uh, Domino's Pizza Rewards program a free pizza. So, you know, not something that will actually happen. Yeah. But cute, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. God, could you imagine if they had to honor that? I mean, they have to honor it, but, like, if it were to actually happen. Yeah. But uh, so Amazon's got a Super Bowl ad. Yeah. About the Amazon Echo. About Alexa. The Echo, yes. Right. Mine mine has been picking up some weird things and like thinking that I'm talking to it even when I'm not. Hmm. So that's weird. So what is what is this ad for Alexa? Uh, the idea is that the Amazon Echo will have lost her voice. So they have uh, celebrities come excuse in. Excuse me, sir. Yes. I want to be clear. The Echo is the device itself. 
Yes. The voice is not named Echo. No, the voice is named Alexa. There you go. <laughs> yes. Can I help you? So well, Alexa loses her voice. Yes. And so they have celebrities who, you know, are supposed to replace her. Yes. Replace her. Alexa. Yes. During the, the thing there. So I, I can say it. mine is set to be the other thing. Ah, OK. So this is why <laughs> this is a very weird conversation. Right. You're insisting on calling it one thing and I'm insisting on calling it Alexa because I can't say the one thing and you can't say Alexa. Nope. I can say <laughs> echo, echo, echo all the time. Yeah, and and I can say Alexa. Yes. So th- this actually brings up the the topic here is the fact that okay, how do you deal with a commercial about it without actually having it go off? How do you? Well, um, apparently the commercials are intentionally muted in the three thousand to six thousand hertz range of the audio spectrum. Okay. Which tips off the echo to uh, not listen to the commands. This is one of the few times when reading the comments is actually helpful because the article is wrong. So wait, what are the what's wrong about the article? So the article says that three thousand to six thousand is outside the human hearing range anyway. No, no it's not. <laughs> no, it is like that's actually dead center in the human hearing range. Yeah. Like no. that that's right around where we can hear best. Yeah, no. Human uh-huh. hearing is twenty to twenty thousand. Yeah. So just remember four hundred and forty is middle A. Yeah. Eight eighty is an octave above that. And it doubles every octave, right? Mr. Music Guy? Yes. It, it doubles the hertz every octave. So two octaves above middle A is seventeen twenty. I can't do math right now. Uh so four forty, eight eighty, so seventeen sixty rather. Yes. Which is right next to, so this is this is four octaves above middle A. Like, that is not outside human hearing range. Maybe not dead center, but it is definitely not outside. Um, yeah, so they, they, did they actually mute that range? Like, is that what's going on? And if so, is that something that's always there that they can always just pass on and other, other like, commercials can do that freely? I, I guess so. I don't know. I kind of want to like record that now, though, because I I do have a spectrum analyzer. So I kind of want to just play that from my phone and let it. Huh. Hang on. I'll be right back. Um, so I don't know if that was a great test. <laughs> What'd you do? I put my phone to the, the headset and just let the headset play into the phone. And kilohertz, so they're saying it's muted in the three kilohertz, right? Three kilohertz to six kilohertz range. Yeah, I mean, there, it, it is definitely, like, lower. Maybe they just mute her name? Because there's, like, when Gordon Ramsay was, was shouting at someone, it definitely hit the three kilohertz range. By the way, Gordon Ramsay's in the commercial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen. The, I've seen the. Uh, of course, that's the other thing is the fact that the pe- the Super Bowl commercials are already online everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I need to finish watching this commercial later. This is friggin' hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially uh, Rebel Wilson setting the mood. What? Yeah, she's one of the uh, celebrities on there. Okay. I don't recognize most of these people. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I, I, have, I don't know what other Super Bowl commercials there are yet. I haven't looked. Oh, shoot. What was the... I was looking up um, one of the... Uh, one of the... Adage. AdAge.com has an article that's all of the 2018 Super Bowl ads released so far. Cool. What about the ones that aren't Super Bowl ads, though? Like Domino's thing. Uh, I'm thinking that was another one of their articles has that as well. Hold on. 
Super Bowl 52, who's buying ads in the big game? Oh, Super Bowl special report. There we go. Oh, ad age. Okay. Toyota. Wix. Another Toyota. Another Toyota. Wow, they are pushing this. Sprint, Pepsi, Bud, Coca-Cola, Kia, Mishlab Ultra, Wendy's. What? Alexa, Squarespace. Interesting. Mountain Dew and Doritos. Yes, that they're actually um, teamed up. Yes, M and M's, Budweiser. I'm just like I'm. I'm interested in which groups purchased ads. Toyota has so many, so many. Okay, well then, I I know what I'm doing after the show. Watching ads. I'm just gonna blitz through a bunch of ads. Hello, Isaac. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what else? Super Mar- Mario movie. There's a Mario yes. movie. It was bad. I mean, it was yes, cute. That, there, there's going to be um, an animated one. The guys who did the uh, uh, Illumination, which I think did the uh, Despicable Me, Despicable Me movies. Yeah. Great. So we can look forward to Mario fart jokes. I'm so excited for that. That said, um, I mean, Nintendo has traditionally kept a fairly tight reign over Mario as a character. Mm-hmm. Then again, the last Mario movie was a Bob Hoskins, right? I think so. So I, yeah, <laughs> we promise we'll do it right this time, guys. We swear. I bet you. Do I want to make this bet? Oh, shoot. I want to make a bet, but I need to know who's the creative director of the new Mario movie. Well, the project will be produced by the yep. founder and CEO of Illumination <clears throat> and Miyamoto. Yeah, but which one has like creative authority? Because here's know. here's the thing I'm considering betting that they are going to try to make Goombas into the next minion. Yeah, I'm trying to read the. I'll make that bet. No, I'll I'll make here. that bet. I'll make that bet. I don't know how we're going to judge that bet, but I'll make that bet. I don't know if I want to take that or not. <laughs> right? Like, it's it's so... You, you can see it happen. I'm not happy that I can see it happen. I'm not happy that I feel comfortable making that bet. But I feel comfortable making that bet. Ball's in your court, sir. You can just let it bounce. Mm-hmm. Still deciding? Yeah. <clears throat> so other video game news we got going on here. <laughs> Wait a minute! No! You can't just do that! Well, I'm... It's not like this thing is going to come out right away. I've got time to whether or not to decide if I want to take the bet. No, this this is not a bet you get to decide after a while. You have to figure this one out, like, because after a while, what happens when the first previews come out? Well, no. Okay, so if I have not agreed to this bet before the first previews come out, then the bet is null and void. I I think you need to make your your stance known. Either you're you're comfortable with where you are and you take the bet, or you just don't take it. That's fine if you don't take the bet. I mean, the only thing you're out of is possibly a free dinner, and that's only if you think that you're going to win. Um, not taking the bet does not mean I win. But I have to decide right here and now. Yeah. Then I'm not going to take it. All right, that's fine. It's probably the right call because <laughs> I don't even know. I want it to be false, but I don't know if it's going to be false. It could very easily be true. Okay, now other news. You were you were saying yes. Other video game news. Is, other video uh, game news. Mm-hmm. Uh, other video game news. There's a Mario Kart mobile game that they're working on. Oh God, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, Pokemon Go continues to be popular. That's not really news, but it's out there. Uh, the GDC was going to uh, 
they were announcing their awards that they were going to uh, give to people. GDC is the Game Developers Conference. Yes. Okay. What what awards? Just like the best of well, best they, of twenty seventeen things on there. Because um, they were going to do three special prizes. So one of them was... Um, Where is this in our list? The second one, the Bushnell Award. Oh, the award. Bushnell Award. Okay. Yeah. So they were going to give an award to Tim Schafer to, for the Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh-huh. They were going to give <clears throat> Rami Ishmael uh, the Ambassador Award, which is, you know, as an advocate for opening game development to all. And they were also planning to give the Pioneer Award to Nolan Bushnell. Okay, so these are these aren't like regular awards. These are things that they made up. Yeah, these are the the you know basically look like the lifetime honorary awards. Right. Like congratulations on being part of this industry since its inception. Yes. Okay. So they were going to give Nolan Bushnell an award and then uh, people brought up. They, yes, they retracted it after they found out, you know, about his um, sexual harassment allegations against him. From female employees of Atari. Yes. Back when he ran Atari. Yes. Um, so this has been a, a thing that's happened a lot lately, right? Not this specifically, but the idea that, like, um, bringing to bear the the minds of the changes that this is no longer an acceptable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like Nolan is, is taking this very graciously, actually. Like, not how I would have expected this. Yeah, his he actually released a statement saying that he applauds the GDC for ensuring that their institution reflects what is right, specifically with regards to how people should be treated in the workplace. Good for him. So he's actually going like, yes, you know, you know, I, my personal actions sucked. I apologize. And I have no problem, you know, not receiving this award. With the, the, the idea that him not receiving it raises awareness in the industry. It's just, it's not a like, yeah, I, I messed up. I don't want the award. It's the like, yeah, I messed up and everyone should know about this. And the industry needs to talk about this. Yes. Like this was, this was a bad thing. And I'm sorry for anything that I did. So good on him. That's really cool. You know, no, you know, bad on him for what he did in the past, but good on him for trying to atone for it. Yeah. Yes. I, I you know, I don't want to, you know, say that what he did back then was right because it's correct. It was not. No, nope. that was that was bad. Mm-hmm. But the fact that he's pointing out that it was bad is is good. I'm losing myself. We should probably. <laughs> So we talked about, uh, last time when we talked about the Xbox Game Pass last yeah. week, um, <clears throat> some of the games uh, companies in the UK, since this you know was a UK website that I looked at there, have decided that they are no longer going to stock Xbox products because of said Game Pass. Really? Yes. Do you want Microsoft to sell directly to users? Because that's how you get Microsoft to sell directly to users. Yeah, Austrian retailer Gameware. Sorry, I got distracted by a happy baby. Happy baby. um, Declared that it will no longer stock Xbox products as a result of uh, all Microsoft consoles have been discontinued through the store. Damn. Well. Uh, One of the other guys said that it essentially made our Xbox business worthless overnight. You got a whole section sat there, and why would people pay 12 to $15 for a second-hand game when they can just pay a tenner and get a massive catalog of titles to keep them going. Yep. Effectively, overnight, they've wiped massive value off our company <laughs> and made it not worth doing. Yep. 
Uh, so remember how I was talking last week about like, hey, look, GameStop stock is like really super cheap. Well, there may be a reason for that. <laughs> Microsoft is is slowly, not even slowly, like this is pretty big. If this becomes the new norm, that's a huge shift in the market. Mm-hmm. Imagine, oh God. Andy, how much would you pay to Valve? How much As would I a, pay to Valve for what? What What if Valve took like a, a Spotify method of, of payment, which is that Valve, you pay Valve some flat rate, and then that money gets distributed to people based on how much their game is played. So do you realize Valve could kill the industry right now? <laughs> right? So okay, so you're saying if I'm an indie developer. I'm saying if you're you, you are you are a a consumer. Yes. If Valve offered you the entire service. Steam library on a subscription service, and maybe maybe there are tiers. Maybe you get the lowest rate. Maybe I mean free to play is hey, here's the free to play games. Maybe the lowest rate is here's games. It's a lot of indie games. It's a lot of early things. Like, um, but you don't get new games right away. They you you have to wait for the new games. You, they they are out uh, for several months before they're added to the list. Or you pay the top tier and you get hey here's all the games um, the, as they are released. Or you pay the top tier plus and you get early access to games. Hmm. I'm not sure because I'm currently looking at my Steam library. Yeah. And I have, what, 200 some odd games here? Yep. And how many of those have I never touched? A lot. So it's like, okay, yeah, I could pay Steam, you know, X amount of dollars per month. But you could also just stop buying games, right? Like you, you could stop buying Steam games. You could stop paying the subscription, rather. Uh, by the way, if if your Steam account is public, according to SteamDB, your library, if everything was purchased at the lowest price, is $615. If you were to buy everything in your library right now, it would be $3,127. Oh, jeez. Yeah, sorry, I have 392 games currently in my Steam library. Yep, uh, 284 of them have never been played. Yep, there we go. 19 of them have been played for less than an hour. I could see that. Your number one game... Civ uh, Five Is Civ Five on total time. Yep. Your cheapest game that you actually paid for... Uh, that's not what I want to click. I want that. Products... Price per hour. The cheapest game that you've actually paid for is Plants vs. Zombies Game of the Year, which is to say price per hour of game time. Oh, yeah. No, because it's Two Plants vs. Zombies. per hour. Granted, part of that was just letting it idle on the... Uh, the garden? The garden. And just, like, having something to automate clicking for you? Yes. Well, okay. the snail. The snail oh, does Oh, the snail that. does it. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Then Poker Night at the Inventory for four cents an hour because you spent a dollar on that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zuma's Revenge. Civ Five is, is kind of the like, most expensive that you've gotten the best value out of. Yes, I don't doubt that at all. But what? So coming back to this discussion then, instead of just browsing your Steam library, <laughs> what if Valve gave you a subscription opportunity? How many dollars a month would you be willing to spend to just 
play whatever game on the Steam library you ever wanted to play. I, I don't know. It's kind of a scary thought. Mm-hmm. But you don't own these games anyway. Like, they can disappear. Yeah, some of the games that, you know, I have had on here have disappeared off of Steam. But I think technically since I have purchased them, I should still be able to access them, right? Or no? Uh, some of them, maybe? I think it's up to the publisher. I mean, some of them, even if you have the game and it's still on Steam, you still can't play it because the servers are shut down. Yeah. Like, if I go and try and play Monday Night Combat, I don't know if I can. Is that game still actually there? I don't know. I I think I need to go talk to the game. (laughs) Be like, so Microsoft's trying this thing. What about you guys? Is this something that you've been toying with, you've been thinking about? Technically, according to this, you can still buy Monday Night Combat. Okay. Servers must still be up. That was such a great game. It's too bad it didn't catch on. Oh my gosh, there's a Telltale Games sale going on right now. Andy, be strong. I know. Close Steam. 200 and some odd games I've never even played that are currently still in my library. Yeah, 290 something. I have 202. My my cheapest game by far. You want to guess? Factorio. Factorio. Because two cents per hour. Yeah. You want to guess the second place? Civ. Nope. No. Nope. Civ is in third place for me. Oh, I don't know. Well, Factorio was twenty dollars, and I've played it for a thousand hours. This game was ten dollars, and I played it for five hundred hours. So it's about the same cost. Terraria. Ah, yes. Five hundred. You know what? I kind of want to go back and play Terraria. I've, I've. I need a, a small break from Factorio. Rich and I played the crap out of that game just relatively recently. Like, we put in, I think, 150 hours on a single map. I kind of want to go and play Terraria. Some good games in here. Some really good games in here. Um, uh, We should probably wrap up topics. There was another topic I wanted to talk about. I'm trying to remember what it was. Uh, Valve was rumored to be in talks with Microsoft. That was a topic. Jeez, oh, really? Yeah. There is nothing that's actually happening there, but there was a rumor that Valve was proven false. Well, not proven false, but both sides claim that it was false. So that's that's not actually a thing anymore, but that, that could have been scary, too. Yeah, yeah, it would. Although, oh man, all of that Microsoft stock I've got would be looking pretty good right about now. Um, Anything else you want to hit? Tesla, more Tesla, because that's still a thing. Uh, Tesla uh, is planning on selling their stuff at Home Depot. Yep. The power wall and the solar roof. Yes. A giant battery in Australia uh, supposedly made over a million dollars in just a few days. Wow. Wait, how? Well, uh, it was paid up to $1,000 a megawatt hour to charge itself when there was more generation than load on the network. Mm-hmm. And since it's able to, you know, switch from, you know, receiving and spending, basically, uh, it can sell electricity at up to $14,000 per megawatt hour um, during certain times as well. I don't know how much a megawatt hour really is. <laughs> Like I know it's it's using a megawatt for an hour, which is a thousand kilowatts for an hour. But that well, doesn't the, really the, help. The whole power pack is 129 <laughs> megawatt hours. Okay, still doesn't so really tell me much. If it's able to sell it for you know fourteen thousand dollars per megawatt hour, and there's 129 megawatt hours available in that power pack, and it actually you know if it gets paid to charge itself when <clears> there's you know not enough load on the the system, it can it can literally make money both ways. That's pretty impressive. 
So yeah, so according to some of the the charts, they might have been able to make a million dollars in just a few days. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, you know, that's, that's specifically for the Australian, you know, energy system, the way it's set up there. So that, you know, right. building one of these in the United States probably would not have the same effect. Right. But could. Mm-hmm. And the grumble uh, news of the week is the fact that Office 2019 supposedly will not work on anything older than Windows 10. I mean, that's not even out yet, right? 2019? Yes, Office 2019. Which reminds me, I need to go. The latest version of Office without subscribing to Office 365, you will need Windows 10. Or you can just subscribe to Office 365, which is what I may end up doing. Because it's not actually that much like it's it's costly it's a hundred bucks a year for five users but like i just got laura a chromebook the the lenovo yoga chromebook flex 11 okay and you can get office on it if you do office 365 so like the fact that you can do this and have your stuff you know in the same way that you have google drive like you have it online whenever you need it wherever you want from whatever computer you want is kind of nice because office is is not user restricted office is machine restricted yes yes it is granted it's technically somewhat user restricted now as well because uh i actually just we just got a new hire in one of our buildings here in kalamazoo uh-huh. uh and so i was loading up the microsoft office on there and in order to activate the office uh this was office 2016 um, I had to attach it to a specific Microsoft account. Yep. So it's like, yes, the the license is associated with that machine, but I still needed an Office, you know, Microsoft yep. account in order to activate so it. So it's just like I may I may just buy it Office, go in on it with someone. Well, the uh, just in case you're wondering, the the Libre Office, mm-hmm. uh, they just released version six. Cool. But I know Office. I'm used to using Office. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty damn good with Microsoft Office. So, yeah. all right. Yeah, I have to I have to take a look at this one. Granted, we're trying to get everybody to switch to just using Google Docs at work, but... Good luck. Yeah. Uh, I tried to use our expense report because I keep track of mileage. I tried mm-hmm. to use that using just the Google Docs because it was a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. That did not transfer over correctly at all. No? Nope. <clears throat> I mean, there's a reason why Microsoft is still, like, the product. Mm-hmm. There, There is a reason why everyone uses it. Not just because it was the only product for many years, but because it's really good. Yep. Um, and, and believe me, I'm learning about using products that are not good, but they're still, like, the best that you can get. Have you used WebEx? Uh, I have not. Do you know what WebEx is? I'm Googling it right now. Video conferencing software? Basically. It's, it's, so it's like meetings software. So it's like, it's like log me in and like go to meetings, right? Right. In fact, we, we at work replaced go to meeting with WebEx. Gotcha. Okay. Um, when you, when you load WebEx, when you get an invite to a meeting and it's got this like neat integration with Microsoft Outlook where it can attach itself to emails so that you can send the meeting. And like, okay, whatever. It's kind of cool. Um, we click on it. It's like, yeah, go to the meeting. Uh, it opens up and says, okay, I see you're on Chrome. You can either open the, you can install the Chrome extension or you can open a standalone app and just run it once. You're like, ah, I'll run it once. 
But if you look at the picture, and you can see this if you go to the uh, the Chrome extension store. I don't remember what they actually call it. Uh, is it extensions or developers? I don't know. Something yeah, in there. Yeah, extensions or an app or one of, one of the two. Yeah, like the, the Chrome app store, whatever it's called. Uh, the Chrome web store, right? So go to the Chrome web store and just search WebEx, and it's the second app on there. It's not the WebEx scheduler. It's the Cisco WebEx, and look at its rating. Hold on, I'm trying to get to the web store right now. <laughs> Here, I'll send you a picture. I have it open already. Oh, now, now I got to the web store. It was at the bottom of the page. Two and a half stars, okay. Two and a half stars. This thing is like, this it's does hot not garbage. work. It's so Horrible hot extension. garbage. Crashes on yeah. the load, wow. It, I mean, we use it for, for virtual training, and it's just like, it's bad. It's 10 million users, and it's just such, such garbage. Yeah, I'm not sure what our traffic department uses. I think our traffic department uses still uses GoToMeeting, even though sometimes I'm sitting there going like, you know, you probably could just do this with a Hangouts, you know, video chat I could do this in call. Discord, and it would be better. I'd have more control over the things I need to have control with. Like, having, a, having Discord would be fantastic for what I want for virtual class. I kind of want to do a proof of concept of that and just, like, see what I can do. But the thing is, with WebEx is it's, like, super secure. It's part of Cisco. It's part of the system. But, like, it's it's so bad. <laughs> so, anyway, that's what I got. That was not intended to be the random review. No, because it, uh, it you, it's your it, week for the actual random review. Well, but it basically was. Can we just call that the random review? You're saying, well... You're saying Chrome WebEx, or not, just the WebEx. Just WebEx in general. Is just bad. Yeah. I, I'm happy with just doing that as my random review. It was it was more random that way. So wait, the, the cost for eight people per meeting is $25 per month or 20 bucks per month if you pay for the whole year? I don't, I don't know, dude. Don't ask me about pricing. That's not well, No, my I'm, I'm on the Cisco WebEx page right now. Yeah, pricing. If you have eight I people mean, in a meeting, it's we're, 20 bucks. We're, we're, we are a large customer. I don't, I don't know that the things on the website apply to what we use it for. I'm pretty sure our license is a little different than what you're going to find on the site. Well, yes, but I'm saying for anybody else who wanted this, they would have to pay 20 bucks per month just to have, you know, up to eight people meetings, in a meeting, yep. eight people in a room at once. Yeah. 25 oh. people in one meeting would be $30 a month. Granted, Andy, you know, yeah. Andy, I just yeah. ran a virtual class. It had 86 people. OK, so that would be the $40 per month licensing cost. And there's no upper limit that I'm aware of. Uh, 200 people per meeting. Is that the, the hard upper limit? Is that what yes. they say? That's huh. what they. That's what they're listing. I wonder if that's actually true. Well, you should you should try and create a, a meeting and try that, and get. Well, that's more than that's two. good to know because we were looking at doing classes that are bigger than that. So I might need to to test that. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, it's such hot garbage, and the fact that it's actually rated at like two stars. And that was on their webpage when they were like, you could download the extension. And it has the rating. It's like two and a half stars. Like, God damn. We were, we were in the middle of class. And so the way we run virtual classes, there's a trainer who's called in. They're the host. They're the one who's talking and, and sharing their screen. And then there's two other trainers who are producers for the class. So they're the ones doing uh, answering questions and chatting with the class. And, and, and every so often we would just turn to each other, the two producers, and be like, 
two stars. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, I need to go and do this, 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 and this. Like, you can't. There's no way to do that in the program. Nope. What? Two-star application. Garbage, garbage software. All right. Yeah, that's my review. Well, Okay, now I'm just seeing how many uh, Hangouts. Just Hangouts itself uh, looks like... How many people you could get into a single Hangout? Yeah. For, like, a video chat? Yes. Hangouts messaging has a limit of 100 users. Hangouts video calls allow up to 10 concurrent users. Google Hangouts now let app customers video chat with up to 25 people. Oh, it's 25 now? Oh, I'm looking at old info. Discord is 10 people, so that's not going to work. But still, you know, okay, you could do WebEx, you know, for... 25 people that was what 30 bucks a month or you could just get hangouts and you know yeah well but again security is different mm-hmm. man i'd i'd love to like work with the discord folks and say let's find a way to do this let's come up with a product that's going to be better than this hot garbage that is webex because i don't need 10 people simultaneously broadcasting videos i just need one person broadcasting and 200 some people watching. <laughs> well, why don't you do like a YouTube live or a Twitch security again? Like this is a very important thing is we need to know exactly who's watching, how long they're watching for, when they start, when they stop. Yeah, you can't do that with YouTube. Right. So anyway, yeah. Random topic. Random topic. Sorry, I'm looking now at some of the you can get a gaming PC for the price of the graphics card alone. Yeah. Oh jeez. Graphics cards are expensive now. Yeah, you can get a Dell XPS for $882, which has a GTX 1070 graphics card in it. So could you buy the computer and then eBay the graphics card? I don't think you would get much for it because really? yeah, the, 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 the you don't on think UAG, you you'll find the car. Maybe you can How much eBay is the card? It. The card right now, according to them, is selling for $800-900. So if I put it on eBay for 700 Maybe. Just want to put that out there. But I'm just saying right now, you could buy a whole computer. <laughs> this is pre-built yeah. from Dell. Yep. For the same price of just trying to buy the graphics card by itself. That is crazy. Yep. <clears throat> Sorry, I saw that topic and I'm like, no, that can't be true. And then I look at it and they show me the links. And yes, yes, it's, it's true. It's true. It is very true. Right, so, random topic. Yes. Rolled ahead of time. What should I do if I win the lottery? What would you do? Give me the money so that I can spend it, which is the same thing I would do if I won. I'd give me the money so I could spend it. Um, I mean, I really what I'd do is I'd decide how, like, ahead of time, how much of my life do I want to change? Mm-hmm. Um, I I live pretty comfortably right now, like... I'm good with what I got. So winning the lottery would just be like, how much do I want to change that? How different do I want this to be? And then investing and putting things away so that I can do that, ideally without having to work anymore. Yeah, that's the thing there. It's like, okay, you know. And I might, like, still work. Like, I, sure, why not? Yeah, no, I, uh, when I was helping out at Hydro Aluminum, they actually had, you know, a couple of those people, you know, did the group lottery purchases. Yep. And so they actually won the lottery at some point. It was a low-value jackpot, but they still had three people, you know, bought lottery tickets every week. They pooled their money, and they and they won the ticket. And, yeah, some of them were still still working at the place because, you know, the I think they took the, – because they took the payout or something like that. And, the, you know, they're basically working just to pay off the taxes is what maybe they make a me. maybe Maybe find a startup that I believe in, that I like their mission, that I like what they're doing and what they've got as an idea and invest in that. It's like going to venture capital 
Well, what I do, how big is this lottery? I don't know. Cause it just says win the lottery. Like, yeah. is this, I won the, the office pool. Like, woo, I got 20 bucks. I'm probably not going to do very much with it. Or, you know, winning the, you know, the biggest Powerball, which is what, 600 million or something like that. That's a very different lottery at that yes. point. Uh, one thing is I would definitely just take the payout. You wouldn't you wouldn't go for the annuity, even though, you know, we're quite young compared to the average age of a lottery winner. Um, well, I'd have to do some math because I'd have to look at how much I think I could grow the money myself versus the annuity. Yeah, you'd I would do the math and then talk to a CPA. That That is actually the first thing I would do. <laughs> I, would, find, I would get an accountant. Yes. Find a good lawyer find an accountant I'd, I'd find a good lawyer and i'd find a good accountant that's what yes. i would do find a good lawyer find a good accountant yep that's yeah that's pretty much what you should do is make make sure it's somebody though that you're not you know personally invested with so no i was gonna say like no family friends or something like that right i want you know if i won the lottery i want somebody to you know be able to put the hammer down and be like no don't do that that's a dumb idea don't get involved in family and friends when you have that money that that's one thing that like there are so many stories of that and the depression that it causes and the problems that it causes and just that's it's not a thing don't do it hmm. yeah my advice is you know get a good lawyer get a good cpa yeah what would i do beyond that I, it all depends on how much money you have yeah no doing the math doing the math is smart <laughs> do, yeah usually the the payout you'll be able to grow it faster than the annuities but i'd have to i'd have to actually check all right. Anything I can't else? Think of anything else on that? I'm sorry. I'm not. You know, the crazy guy saying like you should. You know, just spend it all, bury it in your backyard. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it again. It all depends on how much is a lottery. So yeah, I can't. I can't give you any other advice beyond that. Hans, did you win the uh, the lottery? <laughs> That's an excellent question. <laughs> Why are you asking us this? Do you even play the lottery? Because I'm pretty sure you don't. I could be wrong. I, I don't think. I, I don't think any economist with the right mindset would ever play the lottery. False. Really? Yep. There are times where mathematically the expected payout is greater than the pay-in. True. If the expected return is greater than the cost to begin, mathematically, you should do it. I'm still not expecting any sort of payout anytime I play the lottery. Right. But if if I said, Andy, if you pay me $5 and flip a coin and it's heads, I will pay you $10.50. Oh, well then, yes. And it's tails, then I keep everything. Should you play? Well, yeah, because the expected payout is greater than... Right. That happens with the lottery. So, yes, there there are definitely economists who should be doing that if they if they firmly believe in their... That said, economists and and accountants are not the same thing. We we might want to make that clear. But really, anyone with mathematical background, uh, with an understanding of probability, expected return, greater than the, co- the uh, cost of entry, yeah, go for it. All right, <laughs> that's a wrap. We'll just also make sure that, you know, neither one of us are any sort of financial um, people. So you should not hey, take our advices. I could go get, well, I, I, right. Currently, we are not. <laughs> yeah. I thought about going back to school for, like, accounting. That's a wrap. Yep, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at rapodcast 
www.thepowerofprayer.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you.